Here we go. We are recording. This will be episode 16 of Tick with a Side of Tets. And uh, when I have Tets with me, I'm always in a comedy condo. Last time we did it, we were in Edmonton together in a comedy condo. Now we're in Vancouver in a comedy condo. I've been hanging out with Tets now for a, a week. This has been a week. We started in Calgary. So right beside me, this is nice in person. So this, I don't even want to have a guest because we've had a, a fun week. <laughs> Look at here he is drinking his Perrier. Uh, no bards <laughs> in Vancouver. Couldn't find it. And we're trying to kind of keep it clean. We're like 12-year-old boys. Stinko Tedarenko draft pick 3000. How are you, buddy? I'm good, bud. Thanks for having me. It has been a great week. We've uh, We've done a lot of stuff. Yeah, we started in uh, Calgary. I did the comedy club in Calgary, then stayed a couple extra days. But let's just get to last night. A couple guys hit into Vancouver. Night off, no gigs. I turned down. I could have picked up uh, twenty bucks. Could have drove thirty-eight <laughs> minutes one way, thirty back. So I was like, you know what? I've been on the stage uh, lots, but you need to do that to stay sharp. The open bikes. But I was like, I'm I'm not going to do it. And uh, we had a twelve-year-old kids day yesterday of oh, movies, sleepover. chocolate bars, sleepover. Yeah, it was, uh, we uh, hunkered in, three movies. Three movies we did, you guys. We're <laughs> adults. We're not even hung over. Like, we just came and said, okay, anything to try to stay off the booze. Because when you are drinking it, it, instant fun is easy. Like, it's like, boom. So we're like, oh. And we said, let's try to, when's the last time you watched, like, a good comedy? Like, we we, we both said, like, hangover. Like, you know, just a good belly laugh one yeah there's it's been a while since we've uh had a, a real new zinger but yeah so we had to go back in the vault yeah and then the vault ones you almost the thing about vault ones is you don't want it like oh, i've seen this too many times or this or but we went to if you guys seen this this is the end where it's seth rogan james franco jonah hill jay uh Baruchel, michael sarah danny mcbride like and I was like, I don't remember the whole thing, but all I remember is Danny McBride and Michael Sarah are going to be unbelievable in it. Yeah, and they they play themselves, and, and if you've seen it, go back and watch it again. It's it's even better. Oh, I was waiting for the scene where because if you see the movie, he pretends to have this gun that's loaded, where or you don't know he thinks he takes it from them, and literally Danny McBride is such an asshole. He instantly shoots six of his best friends in the head, like as he got the gun, bang bang bang, and Michael Sarah's doing a bunch of cocaine in it, and it's so good. Yeah, that's just, it's surprising to see him. He's usually nerdy, and then he takes over the the party as a party animal. It's uh, pretty oh. out of character. It's pretty fun to watch. Yeah, like it was that that scene is like one of the hardest ones I've laughed at a movie. Uh, there's a movie called Extract with Jason Bateman where he takes a huge puff out of this bong and then coughs it out, and uh, that makes me cry laugh. Like, oh, is there anything better than cry laughing? Oh, when you can't control it and it just hits you at the right time. You can't even breathe. Oh, we're watching ball. When I think of ball too, or we got the Yankees game on in the background, cry laughing. And I just had this story a little while ago talking uh, Goose Murkowski. We're playing slow pitch. And do you ever go, like, remember when you played ball as a kid, there'd be the kids, the kids who are in the outfield are always the brutal guys, like, because no one hit to the outfield anyways. And then you... We went to slow pitch. Is our first year of playing like slow pitch. We never played outfield, so we're the yeah. We're kind of we go on this real stack team, so we get like right field and roamer, two worst positions besides back catcher. But we were nineteen twenty, and we got big guys on the team. So like you young punks are brutal, but we've got big guy back here who's going to be catching. So 
I'm in right field and I can't now I'm the guy who can't judge a pop fly and we'd crush all these teams now we're in a close game I run in over my head and then Murkowski's like in Rover laughing at me and then I go to another one and miss it again I was like man this is brutal and I said I hope like another guy doesn't hit to me and you know and then what happens the big guy comes up left he's a lefty bags are juiced and I was like oh and Murkowski's like laughing at me like oh what if it comes your way and it comes to me, and I'm like, okay, got it, got it. And I was like, okay, I haven't ran it in. This one is perfect. And as I like go to stop, close my glove, catch it, my back like hits the fence as I go to catch it, and I shoot the ball over the fence, man. No embellishing at all. Like guys are choked, and Murkowski is like dying laughing, like like the hardest I've ever seen him laugh. Like maybe it's because he's trying to hide it too you know when you're not supposed to be laughing like everyone else is like okay really we're losing like this guy is literally losing us a game because he's in right field and can't catch <laughs> they're all so competitive that's oh their, super competitive that that's was a super their, competitive slow pitch team very competitive where guys know where other guys hit you know when it's always like a pitcher like hey left field back up two steps two to the right this is andy from anderson motors he's a slash hitter and you're like what you know where these guys hit we would come in just thinking we're young and 20 would be good and we were just brutal yeah it's hard to get in the lineup maybe <sighs> some pine time for some people yeah you came in when <laughs> yeah. uh i so me and uh, Stinko Tedarenko never played ball together. Even our hockey was later on because you rode a town. So I never seen uh, Stinko ever throw a ball or anything. <laughs> the first time I ever saw you throw a ball, it was at Burns Ballpark too. And the guy hits one to the fence and you picked it up and like threw a laser beam to home. And I was like, holy shit, what just happened? Because you're always a giant man. Like you were way stronger than everyone. You're the javelin champ of 38 years or whatever you were. <laughs> uh, holy shit. I was like, wow. And that's back in the day when you could play pro hockey and just go straight to the season's done, go play some slow pitch, hey? Yeah, you'd still do that back then. It wasn't uh, it was it was all the, protein shakes. It, it was in the rollerblades bench press and play a little slow pitch on the weekend <laughs> yeah. routine. It was uh, very different. Uh, I think, the, um, what's his name from Tampa? Still has that routine. Patrick Maroon. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Let's, so, so Pat, the, okay, so the... Uh, Lightning have won the cup, and Pat Maroon is out with that keg of a chest and stomach. So Stinko Tenereko's been taking his tarp off, and they kind of got the same beard and head. So I've uh, been tweeting that I've been partying with uh, Patty Maroon all week. <laughs> and there's a great one. I didn't even think I didn't even tweet the one of you and uh, uh, Commodore beside each other golfing. Means oh yeah, we we'll go back. So we'll backpedal. Oh, that yeah. was last night in. Uh, Vancouver was the three movie night. Uh, this is the end. Cock blockers. And then just to end off the night after two comedies was Operation Finale of uh, them hunting uh, Nazis. Hunting a Nazi down. Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to go to bed laughing too much. But then, yeah. uh, so earlier in the week, I landed in Calgary, hung out at Stinkles at Bragg Creek. And was it on the Friday? I hadn't drank for 34 days. So since we were together in Edmonton. Yeah. And then uh, me, you, Mike Commodore. NHL guy won the cup with Carolina and Davy Shields, the bareback uh, 12 time bareback chap or something like that. Yeah, nuts. something like that. He won the Calgary Stampede four times. He'd been there 20 years straight, won it four times. That guy's got more money in cowboy boots than I do in equity right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> what a huge beauty. And Mike Commodore's a big beauty. But uh, yeah, we fell off the wagon on that one really hard. Yeah, we were really excited. And when you throw golf into it, 
and, yeah, and we, hot. It was we, hot. It was nice and warm. And it's not like an early morning match. It's one of those ones where you're passing the the concession and, and somebody throws out and you're, you guys ready for one. And we hadn't even teed off. Yeah, we hadn't teed off yet. And it was, uh, we thought about it. We thought about saying no. Yeah, because I've been on such a good streak. And, yeah. like, and I was like, well, you know what, if we're going to. And I took a sip of that beer, not my brand, like a brand I would never pick. Tasted really good. <laughs> yeah. And then it was uh, fast and furious from there. Yeah. And then we got on the whiskeys. And then, so I don't, I try not to do this as much. Like, so then I went to the club and I was like, holy man, am I pretty dieseled here? And I did an insane long show. I, I guess all I was saying was one more, one more, just one and go. And then I was taken by that. I meant like beers and jokes. Do you remember that part? Uh, yeah. They, you told them you were going to do only about four. 50, 55 minutes. Yeah. And then you were still saying another beer and another joke. <laughs> I think it was an hour and 20 in. <laughs> yeah. So then I, and then I woke up in the morning and I kind of forgot the tail end of the night and I was like, oh man. It's like, Taylor, you idiot. You can't drink like that before. You stupid. And then I, I had like this nervous feeling. I was like, okay, man, get back on the wagon. This isn't a good thing to have. Like I do. In corporate work, I would never do it, but I was like a comedy club. I was like, oh, you know, you come in with a nice buzz. You can float it out. And then I was scared and I was scared of seeing the owner like, hey, man, everyone working staff was done 45 minutes. You kept going. And then as soon as I saw Matty Wall, love this guy, huge beauty, just fist bump. Hey, man, right on. How's it going? That was a great night last night. I was like, oh, OK. Oh, right on. I was like, so that's all good. But then there's a uh, circle of comics and I was like, ah, oh, shit, am I going to pop my head in here? And like, hey, buddy, we wanted to leave. Like, what the hell? So kind of like, hey, guys, like, oh, man, how's it going? And I was like, oh, and then Lisa's like, oh, man, were you, were you a good? time last night i was like oh i didn't sorry about the going long you're way better like that and i was like oh well now i'm now i just went from hungover to instant like yeah she's like now they're telling me like you're way better that way she's like you got you and your buddy there which was tense you guys are the (laughs) happiest drunks you're having the greatest time when you guys left i was jealous of wherever you were going i was like oh right on no need being scared yeah you had a little anxiety until yeah. until you, then you walked in and everyone was cool with it. Uh huh. That was a good time, but it was a long day. It was a long day. Oh yeah. And then the uh, next day hangover. It, people are like, oh, you get in your forties, man. I was good for two years. Now forty two's the death patrol. <laughs> I never left. So you you crashed at my hotel room. I stayed at my hotel room. You went and did some dad stuff. Like literally yeah. dying in bed. Uh, room, like the old double room service and then like I eat like a garbage can like send me a beef dip and put fries and gravy <laughs> and I was like what do you got for desserts yep chocolate brownie with, with ice cream and whipped cream and then I just sat there I think my you know that I don't have a Fitbit but the steps on my phone were like literally <laughs> 18 18 steps <laughs> oh and then I went down and I was hung over went to do that show and then after I checked in and everyone was good I got this second wind and then I said oh I'm going to have two beers, get the bleh, bleh, marbles out of my mouth and um, have a fun show. And that's what happened Saturday because I knew I was doing a mountain on Sunday. So it worked yeah, out perfect. You, you didn't have the dad stuff to do on Saturday, though. I was refusing yeah. tailgate beers outside the the kids' hockey games. And that's how bad I was. Sometimes. Like it was, yeah, I was not good. Then did you did you get one in you to try to take the edge or did you go the whole day without any? No, I had a couple. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because the, they twisted my rubber arm, they kept asking. So, and then it gets scary where you get like three, and you're like, and then you're like, oh god, now I'm starting to feel good. Like that's where it gets scary because you're 
during that day you're like i gotta quit doing this shit and then you're like okay i'll have a couple to deal with it so it's not yeah. so painful and then they're like oh now i'm three or four in it. it's like oh i'm just putting this off for another day this is gonna be another <laughs> and then that's so then i was like oh okay cool that jets and then i do this mountain on sunday stinko was gonna come but oh god you should have seen this guy comes out in the morning <laughs> like i think he had an anxiety attack because i we're gonna do like a like a, i mean like a legit mountain with guys i do mountains with I come out. I thought you were going to a business meeting, but he's got dress <laughs> pants on with blunt stone boots. I was like, those boots aren't going to cut it, man. So, yeah, I did that on purpose. I had really good hiking <laughs> boots. I, I, I was, oh, I'm so glad I did not go that day. Didn't have the proper gear. No. And you got, these guys you were going with, they're like pretty. Oh, legit, le- yeah. legit peak baggers, I'd call them. Peak yeah. baggers, yeah. <laughs> peak baggers. I would I would have embarrassed you so bad. It would have been like going to a PGA course, shooting from the tips, and I tag along. <laughs> First time golfing. Yeah, can I borrow your driver? <laughs> what do you got there? Oh, it's wrong hand. Ah, whatever. I hit the same. It's not a big diff. Not a big diff. No, I, I would have died or embarrassed you. And I was like, oh, first time on a mountain. I don't think this is the one. So oh, yeah, so that was a good call. So we saved me and you went and did a. So that was the Sunday. Uh, took Monday off again with that hangover. Um, I tried to, yeah, yeah remember because I caught that huge buzz because I was like, oh, okay, because well, after you get off a mountain and you've put in all that work, five hours, six oh. hours of grinding, you're like, whoo, that's a beer earned. And then we once we got in the hot tub, and then I think we hot tubbed way too long. Yeah, I think we were in there an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, and then passed out yeah no you didn't pass out you just went to bed early yeah, on your couch at eight fifteen before your kids <laughs> well you did do a mountain i don't know if it was all beer oh man okay so then yeah and then we did our mountain on uh so that was sunday and then the monday the tuesday tuesday yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah because i did that one mountain sunday and then okay. i took monday off with that massive hangover we did the the uh, mild walk. Remember, we went for a mild walk with my oh, big yeah. jeans that I had to yeah. keep pulling up, and you didn't tell me we were going to go. You took me <laughs> hiking with my worst gear, you, you asshole. Uh, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then Tuesday, we, we, we you did, did a Monday mountain. Night Comedy in Calgary. Yeah. And then Tuesday. Tuesday Night Comedy in Calgary to about. Think about slinging jokes on a Tuesday when you get into. Uh, <laughs> some big cities is it's just mainly comics and i and like i don't do that enough to like i forget it and i was like this is good like you need to keep your ego in check and like just absolutely eat things but i i i'm like that like i if i was in a nice hotel all the time being in a nice hotel doesn't do anything like i stay in enough shitty hotels where i'm in a nice hotel i appreciate it whereas i still like to slum it up like if there's something we're like hey bah. We got like seven people over here. I was like, well, that seems like a tough gig. Pass it over here. Let me give that thing a bite. Oh, man. Oh, Stinko Tedarenko, draft pick 3000. What? A, what? A, oh, what else did I get done today? I got my debate done, my CBC yeah. debaters. So that feels like I accomplished something today. Uh, Superman versus Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's a tough one. I know, because you, you can't, I think in this day and age, you can't be like go for the old school like get in the kitchen make me a sandwich joke like, <laughs> like I'll absolutely yeah, eat probably, it on CBC yeah, like, CBC that be might be uh, I should give that I should actually tell my brother you know what we should do and then I'll read his answers we'll send this out he doesn't know because this is live and we haven't released it yet <laughs> I'm gonna text my brother and say hey hey 
I've got uh, this debate I'm doing, and he would usually be like, oh, that's good. This maybe would be, and my brother instantly goes to Burns. He'd be like, oh, good. This maybe will be one you'll win because you're not writing it yet. And then he'll give me about five things on why I'm a loser. But my brother's <laughs> one of those guys that shares like every 1980s like mean joke of sexist type things. But <laughs> but he's not that guy. Like, you know, but he just thinks it's funny. Like, yeah. get in the kitchen, make a sandwich type things. Like, that's <laughs> that's his humor. So that's what we'll do. And then we'll update it on the... Uh, um, or maybe by the time we edit this at the end, maybe we'll uh, get it going at the tail we'll end. We'll see the what his answers yeah, are. Because it depends if where I get him at, if uh, he's drinking <laughs> or not drinking or what the hell he's up to. Oh, my God. What have we got? Two on, two on the Yankee game. We uh, watched three movies yesterday because the comedy condo, we thought, didn't have cable. And then we just plugged in our iPads to the TV. So instead, we watched three movies. <laughs> <laughs> three movies what else do i got I get, i'm getting uh four oh stinko telling the line when i got a message from sax underwear about if i do a tweet and kind of give them this shout out they were giving me i get 400 bucks worth of sax underwear <laughs> what was your comment instantly 400 bucks so you get a pair and a half <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's a true story right there uh or one pair of yours giants man my god <laughs> But they are great underwear. Maybe I wouldn't have ripped my nutsack in half if I had sacks on. Yeah, might have kept it out of the way. You've had a you've had a tough career with those boys. Oh my god, yeah. I've slap shot my nuts, trying to crush one, then my nutsack has been ripped. Have I ever told the story on the podcast of ripping my nutsack? I don't think so. Oh man. I've heard you I've heard you talk about it in comedy, but I don't think it's on, on, on here. Oh, and it's on a different podcast. Like I went to the Tom Bernard? He's a guy out of Mini. They used to be like up against him and Howard Stern back in radio back in the day. And this guy wanted me on actually for that story. So, well, here we go. Oh, I guess yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell it right now. We've got no guests. This will be like the best of. I've saved the, this is the, one of the stories <laughs> of uh, a lot of people. It was one of their favorite stories anyway. So um, it is June. I think it's June 7th, 2011 because it's the Boston Bruins win the cup that day. I know pretty good that I would know the date, but I was like, well, I, I think a lot of people would remember the date they ripped their nutsack. Yeah. So probably to the minute. <laughs> yeah, I probably do. Cause I was getting up to catch a flight. So the backdrop is I'm in uh, Saskatoon doing a comedy festival. And if you're doing a comedy festival in Saskatoon, it's such a high end festival that you get to stay at one of the comics houses. So, uh, and comics are usually, uh, degenerate. So, <laughs> but he's obviously not still with his wife. So he has, his son's room and his son was gone with the wife that weekend the ex-wife and he's it's a bunk bed and so it's this comedy festival we drink till two or three in the morning i got to get up for an early flight to fly to thunder bay to do a sports celebrity dinner but you they fly you in a day early and you have supper with the committee and it's like okay so uh we party this day and i wake up and i, I get top bunk because the other comics are, uh about 260 so i get top bunk <laughs> So I, you know, you wake up and holy shit, man, like I got to get to the airport and I'm barely awake. You're, and you know, even then you don't even like getting out of a bed, like in general to get moving, never mind jumping off the top of a bunk bed. So, but did you guys know this about bunk beds? What's that? Ladders on bunk beds made for children. Yeah. So I couldn't fit down this ladder. <laughs> so, but I didn't want to jump off the top of the bed. So what I did is I tried to put one foot on, on like a rung and to like chisel off a little bit of the real estate from jumping on the floor. So I try to like just get on this ladder and slide down it. 
And my eyes are barely even open. I was like, oh, my God, I got to get going to the airport. And I put my foot on the rung and I go to slide off. And what happened when I went to slid off? Maybe if I would have had the Saks underwear and my balls were cupped in that thing, but I wasn't wearing Saks underwear. Uh, yeah, caught the skin of my nutsack on the top pole of the ladder. I, oh. man, I went from barely awake to literally hanging. I'm not, it didn't like rip and I fell. Like I was hung. <laughs> like I, well, that's the first time anyone would have said that. <laughs> so now I'm like literally like Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. Like I'm floating. Like guy at the bottom bunk can look at me and I'm like in midair with my hands and legs. I'm like, what's going on right now? So to get off, I got to like try to jimmy myself off. But as I try to jimmy myself off, all it does is like kind of get it up higher and then I go pull it. So I rip it more. Oh my God. So by the next time I go to rip it off, my and, back hit the ceiling. And if your arm was caught or anything, you'd probably yell for help, but you probably couldn't even make a noise. Oh man. It was like, like when I hit the ground and, and the other comments, Hey man, you all right. You all right. Like I didn't say a word. He's like, talk. What? What's wrong? It wasn't like it's, it was, the, there wasn't even pain at that point. It was just like, wow, complete shock. Like straight oh. to shock. I was like, I've done damage down here. Like you can't hang in midair by your sack skin and think you're just going to walk that one off. So I sit there for a second and he's like, what's going on? So I put my hands in my underwear and I pull my hand out and it's just a mitt of blood. And I was like, Ugh. oh, oh, and he's like, oh my God. Wow. You got to go to the hospital. I was like, hospital. I got to get to the airport. I'm tight for time right now. So then we go to the um, bathroom and I was like, well, I don't want this to like, you know, dry up and catch onto my my underwear, stick to it. So oh. what I did was I vased it up like old Vaseline, just vased it up and then put like, I think we had gotten a discrepancy with the other comic of what his son was into at that time, but I don't know if it was SpongeBob SquarePants or some sort of like Band-Aids, like try to. <laughs> yeah. So then I land in Thunder Bay and here's the thing, this uh, Boston beats Vancouver out in game seven. So it's not game six, five or four where the cup might go. It's 100% guaranteed the cup's going. So I was like, I'm not going to a hospital and missing game seven. And also that feels like a weird thing to land in Thunder Bay. Like, hey guys, how's it going? Meet the committee. Like, do you mind taking me to the hospital? I ripped my nutsack about eight <laughs> hours ago. So I land and I don't say anything because it feels weird. So I was like, and then they take us over to this guy's uh, house on the committee. We drink and watch the game, and we end up at a nightclub. I'm on the dance floor. Like, I don't even dance. And now I, and then after a couple oh, Mace, of maybe you were a little loosened up. Oh, but yeah. So we get primed up, and, uh, and then it's like one in the morning. We're leaving this bar, and I was like, hey, guys, um, do you mind if we go to the doctor tomorrow morning? I think I ripped my nutsack in half. And then they, they suit, like, you know, when you, you look at these guys, two, their profiles just looked at each other. Told you he walked weird. They're like, yep. <laughs> So then we wake up. These guys are unreal. We uh, They wanted morning drinks, but you couldn't get booze that early in the morning. So they went to like a Greek establishment that was allowed to serve ouzo or something, some Greek drink. So now we went from drinking to like 9 a.m. drinking with the committee. These guys are huge beauties. And then we're drinking. Then we got to go get Jim McMahon flies in, the old Bears quarterback from uh, Minnesota. From is that where he's originally from? Minnesota? No, Chicago Bears. Sorry. Yeah, well, Chicago Bears. I was gonna, I don't know why I was going to tell you where he's actually from. He's from down <laughs> south, yeah, accent. And so we pick him up. Man, this guy sits down at lunch, orders two beers. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. You know when you pound one quick, get another one. Like, that's cool. But to instantly <laughs> order two, and I was like, it's noon. And I was like, and he doesn't know we've been drinking. So he don't even know what they're like, but they love them. So, uh, Taking the edge off. Oh, yeah. So then we start having drinks, and then... This other guy comes over. I think I'm meeting someone from the committee. 
and it's a doctor and he's like hey you know Todd's told you me what's going on and so the doctor's talking to me and he's like well how long of a laceration I was like laceration I was like uh well I didn't have my ruler with me but I've taken pictures because all my buddies like hey let's see your nuts so I took a bunch of pictures send it to guys I remember seeing it yeah and now I have this old Blackberry if anyone's got a charger I can recharge to get those pictures going again so uh and then he comes up and he could tell like we're already pretty buzzed up and he's like I was like uh he's like here I'll give you a prescription for these pills so you don't get an infection I was like oh can you take them with alcohol he just looks at me he's like I don't think you're gonna stop now so whatever I get these pills we go to do the show that night and remember what I said about when you drink and I get scared of having too many drinks so I was like I go <laughs> yeah. I shower I slow down on my drinking because this is a high end function so I, I get pretty straight after this I was like okay I'll, you know I'll be able to crank it back up so I stop for a bit Jim keeps going I have a I have a good set Jim gets up there he chews skull like it's red man and you know like where you put in a huge yeah, a big lip ball yeah not in the dip he said he gets three chews per tin he went and did his speech Ooh. and brought his beer up and his spitter to the podium off the charts bad i was like come on buddy they're how much are they paying you they're paying you huge money yeah, he's getting like 50 grand to oh, be. and he brought and he spilt his spitter on the podium it was off the charts <laughs> it was unreal and i was like oh man there's no way i'm looking bad on this one. Oh, oh man. god you should, was it you should assign him as your opener oh and, and we got along real good real good so then um I wake up in the morning. Now I've ripped my sack. It's been two days. Then I fly back to Saskatoon. But like right as I land in Saskatoon, the best part of this comedy festival was there'd be this one day at the cave where you would go and you could eat whatever you wanted when you wanted to drink. Like, you know, like that that's your big pay. Like that's your pay of the fest is going to order a steak, lobster, and drink it. You're the first guy I've ever heard of that's ever been to the cave. <laughs> it's my annual for this comedy festival every year unreal so uh instead of landing and maybe going to get my nuts checked right then which you should have done because it's already been two days so one it's like almost like game seven's on so i don't want to miss it so i don't want to miss the cave so i go there start drinking and now i'm drinking again can't go wake up in the morning and then we had this other one where we had like uh 11 o'clock beers one it went with the festival so then i get on this five day heater so it's six days later <laughs> i go home and you know heart like people can't you can't tell them in their head, like, why didn't you go to the doctor? Like, well, man, I was on a, I was on a heater bath. Like, I, was, <laughs> yeah, I, like I couldn't break the roll. Yeah, <laughs> I was drinking and then I was waking up drinking. Like, we were on a real good time. I couldn't help it. Uh, so, you beat the dealer 20 straight hands. You're not yeah, just going to pick them. Exactly. You're going to wait till you lose a few in a row before you actually pack it in. Exactly. And I'm like, like I'm not even waking with an old hangover. Like, this is just waking up and you had a free boost stop. Like, it was part of the festival. <laughs> we had to be there at these times. So, uh i go after six days so it's on the sixth day and i get in there and he's like oh so he's like you know you uh cut your scrotum they t or how they talk or whatever and, it's <laughs> and i was like yeah yeah rip i was like okay yeah rip my sack and he's like oh geez just just he goes just happened i was like what and i was like uh when did the bruins win the cup and i know the doctor like our kids play hockey together so he knows enough uh, hockey he's like what like they won cup last week and i was like oh yeah yeah like six days ago he's like what you ripped your nuts six <laughs> days ago, but then it's now. Now it's hard to tell a dog like, "Well, I've been drinking for six days." Yeah. So, I was, so then it just changes. I was busy. Yeah, it's just oh, bad. I was flying, I was traveling, and working. Yeah, uh, I had a deadline on some projects. <laughs> yeah, I was writing my debaters, and uh, <laughs> so he's like, "Okay, let's look at this." And then he looks, and he's like, "Oh, 
He goes, yeah. He goes, so this has started to heal. He goes, it's scabbing over. He goes, you can leave it and that. Like, it doesn't look like it's infected right now, so you can just leave it. And he goes, it's probably going to be uncomfortable and painful for maybe a couple more weeks. Or he goes, or, and I was like, okay. Or he goes, or I can get the scalpel out and scrape it out. Like, right as he said that, like, my arm hair stood up. I was like, Bleh. And I was like, Ugh. and he goes, and then I'll sew you up. And then, you know, you should be good within like three days or so. And I was like, oh, okay, let's do that. So then he does do it. Man, he scraped it. Up. He was scraping the oh. scrape out. And then you get a freezer and you're like, Bleh. and then he starts laughing. And I was like, oh, what? You've never, <laughs> you've never sewed someone's nuts up before? And he goes, no, I have. He goes, I've never seen anyone shin sweat this much. <laughs> like, that white tissue paper underneath was just destroyed. I was like, oh, because it felt, it literally felt like when he put in the needle and started sewing, it literally felt like someone got a lighter and put it right under my sack. It was sizzling hot nut sack. <laughs> oh, wow. So there you go. Now we've got the uh, rip your nut sack story out there. So did it, does it look different? Yeah, there's a scar down the middle. And then my left nut is crushed from a slap shot. So the right one looks just mint. And then the other one's got like a little uh, crush and then like a little bit of burr hanging down there. And then almost up. Uh, it's not quite on the seam. God, that'd have been perfect if it's on the seam of your balls, <laughs> eh? But it's uh, right there, and then, uh, yeah, you can see it. You can see it. <laughs> so my nuts, my nuts you've look been good. back up on a bunk bed lately? Uh, yeah, my one son does. We, they got a bunk bed, but I go up the ladder, and then I rest like my head on, and I keep my feet on the ladder. No, now I wear socks. I can go on anywhere I That's want. That's right, and there you go. That's a 10-minute socks underwear <laughs> advertisement. You guys are gonna now I'm not going to be wearing my pants. I'm going to be like, I thought you wear player gear. Well, and socks underneath. Got to show you both. And there we go. Getting to our two sponsors, Player and uh, Davy Shields had a nice player. Um, yeah. Mike Commodore um, came out with a Bard's hat. Bard's hat. Yeah. Bard's hat. And Davy Shields had a player towel on his bag. And me and you were so professional, neither of us got a picture of them. No. Yeah, because like we had both of our, we, we drive up behind these guys. Well, in the our golf balls cart. were so far ahead of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we were never really by them. Davy, absolute down the pipe every time. Oh. Shields hits the ball so straight, oh. it's an optical illusion. Looks like it's a knuckleball, and then it's three hundred yards down the down the fairway. Yep. So boring. Mm. Oh, it'd be so boring. Get a bush once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So that was great. We had both of our sponsors right there in front, and then they started talking about player gear. And uh, how great it is. And then Kami started yeah. talking about Graham Dillette. And uh be great to see him put it all back together. Because he had that great, what did he shoot, 64, the 64. last turn in that second round? Yeah, he really he went he went really low. It just wasn't enough. Missed the cut by one, I believe it was. And I think the cut line was supposed to be where he was at. But then a few players moved down. So, But, uh, yeah, hoping he comes back strong. Yeah, so Keeps let's going. keep that going. Player gear, I think, like I said, I think their commercials are on the Stanley Cup playoffs, and they're huge. They're, they're starting to blow up, blow up. So use Tick and Tets 20 for 20% off of your player gear. Yeah. And they're branching out. It's not all golf stuff, so you can get whatever you want. Your nice sweater, your nice hoodie. They got player hockey hoodies. They're wow. huge. They're huge. We got man. in at the right time. We yeah, got we, we, we got in at the ground floor. Yeah, and we bought shares too. We are uh, we're looking good. We're bought looking, shares. We're sharing a hat. Yeah, we're looking, we're looking real good. No, but we were wearing it on top of the mountain. Oh yeah, we got pictures of that. Well, oh my, well, well, we didn't quite get to the top. We didn't Maybe get, the edge. Well, we didn't get the to south that. call. <laughs> south call. I'll call it the top. Two hours know. straight uphill at full max heart rate when you uh, 
haven't really done that in a while. Yeah, and then I did a stupid move and kind of went ahead and then hit this wall where it was like literally scrambling. And then I was like, oh, do I wait here for Joe? Or I was like, I think that's the summit. I'll just go up there real quick and touch it because I don't think he's going to want to do this part. And then I went and it's like, oh, that's not the summit. That's a fall summit. I kept going. And then it's like, okay, oh, now yeah. where's Joe? I hope he didn't fall off the mountain. And then you're like, when I yelled, Joe, and you're like, finally, like, hey. it's like, oh, <laughs> God, is that good? <laughs> Because that, that would have been yeah, weird. It got, got windy and dicey up there, and that's my first time up a mountain that high with a, kind of like a shale uh, landslide or oh, you know, shale ridge. It was... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the real deal. You fall off, you die. That's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. So it was good. I uh, Yeah, you did the smart thing, and then I'm with another guy, and he's like, your buddy would be smart. Your buddy's smart enough, but he won't try to do that. And I was like, no, yeah. go, he's, he's smart. He, no, it's not that I was afraid of it. I was just so tired. And when Ugh. you're so tired, like the reason I stopped is because I actually uh, stepped on my hiking pole and I slipped a little bit. <laughs> I was like, if I can't lift my legs anymore to get it over this pole, then I'm uh, it's probably should just wait here for yeah. the rest. And you want to be scared of some of those things because if you're not, you're like, sometimes that's where trouble will happen. You get complacent. And you're like, oh, I'll just slide a little yeah. bit here. But if you slide a little bit like that, the momentum's gone. You're like, Whoo, and now I am gone. Yeah, it uh, it happened the very first time we did a mountain. Uh, we're like, well, this is an easy one. And the guy's like, okay, it should be good. And the guy I was going with, he's like, that's a that mountain is the most accessible 15,000er. It's going to be busy. I'll never do it on a weekend. I was like, who cares if it's busy? Like, I never climbed a mountain, so I didn't, or I've climbed a couple before that smaller ones. And yeah, what happens is you kick rocks. So if it's on a busy mountain and you hit a rock, yeah. that you send that rock at someone, and it's just like, oh, and here's a missile that'll take your head <laughs> off. And then I almost saw Buddy uh, take a guy's head off. The funniest part of the hike on our when we went up, I was dying, and I thought I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this. And all of a sudden, on the way down, there's these two old ladies, oh. probably about sixty five, walking their poodle down. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different kind of workout, man. There's always those times where you think you're doing something good, and then someone just flies by. I remember cross, I do that cross country ski, and I got my headset in, just thinking like, this is supposed to be like the great. Like I'm telling myself, this is supposed to be one of the best uh, aerobic exercises, man. I'm doing good, and then I hear the, ha, ha. I was like, am I hearing something? Take up my thing. I swear this lady's 72 like oh excuse me and then she's like you must have the wrong wax on it just beats me because i'm just spinning going nowhere yeah that's it just the wax for sure kelly goes cross-country skiing for for two hours he only goes 400 yards but oh. it's the hardest 400 yards yep a lot of moving parts to that stride oh okay we don't have a guess so would you, how many more shit your pants stories do you have joe uh well, actually, kind of one from this morning. <laughs> no, we both did today. I was like, do we even talk about this? Because people are going to think we're liars and we have problems. Well, we do, maybe. Uh, wow. And that's wow. not even that. That's, <laughs> hey, were you guys drinking the night before? No, nothing. Nope. Like, nope. <laughs> so with the hour time change, I was up super early lying in bed. And uh, and also, no, I might have to have my morning uh, my morning sit down and think. And uh, so I started going. I wait till the absolute last second to go like like normal you always think you oh, got yeah. time you always think you got time i'm gonna finish this game of crib before i leave bed <laughs> let it really brew up and then i walk across the uh the condo and the door's closed in the bathroom but i don't realize it's a sliding pocket door <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm trying to open it <laughs> towards me and I think it's locked. And then like we always talk about, you're on your way, you're almost there. So you kind of relax and let loose. And then I got to the door, I was trying to open it or push it open. And then finally realized uh, when it was just, oh, it's always a microsecond too late oh. before I realized it was a sliding pocket door. And then uh, I have to do the quick turnaround, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was, uh, you went to go do your work, and then I went, had a, maybe it was a Taco Bowl. I had, had a Taco Bowl, and then went around, then did uh, some shopping, because my, my wife's coming, so I had to go get wine. I had to get wine and uh, chips for the dine, winer and diner. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Glad I did, I'm uh, going home tomorrow. I don't want to get in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah. You might hear some aggressive yawning from the other bedroom. <laughs> Real aggressive yawning. <laughs> wow, those two are tired. Mm-hmm. They really can't get that yawn out. <laughs> so then I got here and then like just did the old like, it felt like just a bubble. I was like, oh my God. But that feels like, it's like, come on. And then I get in there and I can barely get it together. And I, you can see as soon as you drop your pants, like, no, oh, that didn't work. Whatever. They're getting washed anyways. And <laughs> and then it's one of those explosive ones. And then what happened just happened before we started the podcast. I go take a whiz. Fuck. <sighs> Toilets, dis- like it's littered <laughs> it's and sprayed. And I was like, if I was in this comedy condo and my wife has never been to a comedy condo ever and now she's coming. So now I'm scrubbing it and it, now it's dried. So it's like, Joey, <laughs> get me the SOS pad. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, this is the worst. <sighs> Should have just left the seat down the whole time or something, <laughs> yeah. I guess. But you'd catch me with it up. Okay. We'll tell uh, maybe one more story. We're going to keep this one compact because we're not doing a guest. What was I doing? Oh, I was, I was talking about uh, doing these, you know, these weekday shows, the open mic things. And it almost feels like right now my comedy is going back to uh, like the beginning. It's like it hit, someone hit reset. Yeah. And you have to do small crowds, like battle small crowd, bring your own speaker and don't get paid much money. Like even right now, a lady called about doing uh, a show, but they can do 30 to haul. But she's like, do you want to do like four shows? So now instead of four shows, 30, like do uh, a Friday night and then like three Saturday with like an afternoon, middle and that because they got to get their money's worth. So now I'm doing like four times the work for just not even for like half the money. Like this is sucking balls. But I was talking about my uh, when I first started my one of my closers because we were in Calgary. I was just talking about this. Uh, I used to do a closer. When you first start comedy, I used to see a lot of guys like, hey, does anybody like impersonations out there? And then every crowd's <laughs> like, yeah, because every crowd wants to see impersonation. Then they would do it. And I was like, man, I need an impersonation. I need, like, but I can't do impressions at all. Like I went into LA with a um, Brillstein and Gray, like meeting the biggest management company in the world. And they asked me, hey, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, Saturday Night Live. And they're like, oh, so you do lots of impressions. I was like, no, none. And they're like, well, that's what Saturday Night Live is. I was like, well, shit, I never even thought of that. <laughs> So I was like, well, I don't know any impersonations, but I was like, oh, I was like, okay. And that's kind of thing. I was like, well, here's one that doesn't take it. I was like, and uh, Ace Ventura is a little bit more relevant 19 years ago. So I was like, I'll do uh, my impersonation of uh, Ray Finkel as Lois Ihord. <laughs> and if you remember, remember Ace Ventura, there's the part where they go see Lois Ihord and they take off the dress and there's nothing there. Looks like, oh, okay, no, that's still a girl that you twist around. Like, oh, there's the sausage in the background. Like, because she was tucked. So what I would do is I'm like, who likes impersonations? And if the crowd would be like, yeah. And then I would kind of go off stage and look for something, a curtain or something to get behind. And then I would get buck and I'd come back out and I'd be like, 
doing this thing at this tuck back and uh <laughs> it always gets a laugh like even though it's a hack joke it gets a laugh in the sense of this guy's naked on stage right now this looks ridiculous but that would be my closer and it always killed headliners hated it because like these were legit guys that were writing jokes and i'm this maniac from pa that see because we do lots of tough bars when you start and i would be the guy on stage guzzling like getting to the crowds mode where a lot of guys would try to tell jokes and the people in the crowd were like shut up buddy but i would like try to get to the crowd so i'd guzzle a schooner i puked in a schooner after and like <laughs> look at this animal so i was always a show but the headliners hate it so i do this naked one as my clo- and obviously it's my closer i'd hate to be telling eight more jokes after that one <laughs> So yeah, I would, they, they would hate that like, coming on after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because then you got to follow that, and they're like, man, come on, "What do you got?" So I came to Calgary, and I thought, man, when I first came to Calgary, I was like, "I've made it," because I'm coming to Calgary, the big city. Man, I, it was furthest thing from making it. I did uh, Coco's. It was a airport bikini bar, and my god. If you are the bikini waitress there, you it's not because it's good. It's It was the saddest place. It's just guys on layovers. The one girl had been shot, so she had like a shot. <laughs> a gunshot be, wound? Yeah, like she was uh, geese hunting or something. Like told the story. I was like, that's a ballsy move. To So now you got this story. Maybe she wanted to become a bikini waitress because she had that story. But um, I remember that was one. And then the next night I go to do this uh, show, and it's pretty busy in there. And I go to my closer, my Ace Venture a bit. And it, like, it always got a big laugh. But this one night, it was like, boom. And I was like, yeah, that's a roar. And I was like, holy man. <laughs> and I'm on stage. I was like, this is it, man. I'm here. I'm arrived. This is, I'm going to start breaking into it. I'm in the big city. And I go to get off stage. And the MC's there. And he's, like, crying, laughing into my head. I was like, yeah, awesome. I'm doing great. Killed him. Slayed him. Yeah. And he's like, buddy, the window behind you is reflective glass. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought I was killing her. It's just I got my fucking mushroom head on my old ripped up nutsack. No, I hadn't ripped my nutsack by then, but oh, God. Oh, well, that's fun, man. These are fun to do in person like this. If we just hang out for a week and talk what happened in the week, that'd be nice. Hey? Get good sleeps. <laughs> Three yeah. movies. Three movies. Good sleep. Acting like uh, 10-year-olds. Got a bunch of chips and pop and... Uh, <laughs> And then what happens is uh, we try to do that for two or three days and we tell ourselves we don't need to drink. And then when we drink, we'll go super hard and fall off the wagon and uh, recover for about a week and a half. <laughs> but that's what's going to happen as soon as the next barge shipment comes in because I drink those things so fast. Oh, they're so good. So good. Okay. Well, that was uh, fun, Stinko. Uh, we still got uh, Burger Boys and we've got that one recorded in the Bay. I don't, we'll, we'll release him. Yeah, but let's not play it for a long time. Make him ask for it. Yeah. Yeah, I just want want messages. Want messages from the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Like, where's Robbie Boyson's episode out? This we, this is Kindersley Clippers calling. It's got the Robbie Boyson day. But we should have got yeah. We should get uh, your buddy Commodore. That was funny because you guys yeah. hadn't played hockey together for seventeen years. Yeah, seventeen years. We had uh, we shared an apartment together in Lowell. Yeah. So you guys, that was great. You guys had nothing but stories the whole time. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good time to catch up. All the people that uh, we played with and the the two degrees of separation from everybody else after we moved on. So yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Actually, we, we met each other. I think he was 18. I was 19 or 20 and we, we met at a skating camp in Fargo, North Dakota and then have known ever since and just kind of, so we had an apartment together in Lowell and yeah, keep in contact and golf together the other day. 
Yeah. Really, really cool dude. Yeah, very good. Guy. Oh, Davy Shields, the bareback. Oh, he got me on chewing. I'm a Copenhagen guy. They should really be sponsoring this podcast. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, but he had Skull. I was like, eh, not a Skull guy. He goes, Skull Dark. Doesn't taste like Skull. It was good. Very good. Thanks, no. Davy, for uh, letting me chew your almost your whole tin. <laughs> and I could barely tell he chewed, too. I was like, I think he's a cowboy. He must chew that he kind of looked, gave a little gleam. Must have got the chew out of there, just kind of all sprinkled in his teeth. I said, I think I'm pretty good for the uh, getting a snooze off this guy. Oh, yeah. No. Davy's a great guy. Just uh, met him actually not too long ago, and we golfed a couple times. and So. <sighs> Right really, on. Really good people getting to know. So maybe we should get him on there too. And then we still got to keep getting to Reed Simpson. We keep pushing him back. Well, that's what happens when his car breaks down once in Kalamazoo. You yeah. know what we should do? We'll be like uh, Jimmy Kimmel with Matt Damon and say, next <laughs> next guest, uh, next week, sorry, we didn't have time. We'll bring on Matt Damon. That's an ongoing joke if you don't know that with Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel. So next episode, yeah, we'll get to uh, Reed Simpson. We still got to do Benny Hebert back again. We got a bunch of guys to get to. But uh, these are my favorite, just good old stories of the week that happened. Okay, we're going to watch this Yankee game. I'm going to head over to the House of Comedy in Vancouver. If uh, This won't get released if you hear it anyway, so I'll be gone by then. But uh, Okay, thanks for listening to Tick with a Side of Tets. Get your player gear, get your bards, drink your Canadian club, and thank you guys very much.